Welcome to the Shelter Footycast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Alrighty, boy, oh boy, oh boy, Shelter Footycast live from Backchat Studios. It's not the 1st of April, it's the 20th of April, certainly not April Fool's joke, just keep that in mind, that's not what the day is today, that's the Southern River Bands with a bit of intro music for us, they've been here since the inception of this podcast and talking about the inception of this podcast, I don't know if we've ever covered a bigger story than what we're about to cover, Skeeter, you can find us on socials, Shelter Footycast, you might want to follow that before it completely blows up today. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au is our email address. We're going to get through the Bottle Mart Ruffier of the Week, where you can start your weekend at Bottle Mart, grab your shelters from Bottle Mart, and they'll have you covered. Skeeter, how are you? Let's go, not how am I. It's, uh, I thought today was going to be the story that stops the state is the solar eclipse. Mm. Oh, up there in X-Men, but I tell you what, well. Schofield has just gone whooshka and what? said, I'm going to come out of retirement what? and play for the West Coast Eagles waffle side. Yes, um, I got the yes mail. that is bloody right. <laughs> I got that the mail right. last night, and then I had to find out this morning. I got some information, went on radio with it, and uh, I'm still in shock, only because... I've you know I've drunk with you, I've laughed with you, I've cried with you, but I've never. <laughs> what is this? Have you been training in private away from me? Have you been? <laughs> what have you been doing by my back? <laughs> oh mate, look, look. Can I explain how this is all happening? Yeah, please do. There's many people who are completely bemused as to how you are able to play waffle footy. Well, I don't know. But that's still the jury's still out on that one. So, pretty much. As I do, as you've come to know, I, I run my mouth about this stuff all the time, right? Just, I'll, be, I'll be able to play, I'll be fine. So Monday, I went and chat to Simo, asked Simo, I got a segment at West Coast, and somewhere in that, there was some sort of thing he'd throw away line, and I said, oh, I'll play for you. And he said, well, if, you be, if you're being serious, then let me know. And then so the cameras went off, and I was like, mate, I'll play for you if you want me to. And he was like, oh, you know, didn't take me seriously, but I was being serious. Anyway, a few things eventuated. Got to Wednesday, which is yesterday. Uh, got a few text messages from a few people at the footy clubs. Getting a bit of momentum. See my availability. <laughs> there wasn't a great deal of questioning about my fitness, which is a worry. <laughs> which is a worry. <laughs> and yeah, I trained last night with a group. I, I, I walked back into the West Coast Eagles locker room, put my stuff in front of number 31 and got into a West Coast kit. And I'm playing waffle. And, and training last night without <laughs> throwing you under the bus, you said you went pretty well. <laughs> you dickhead. I think I did. I, mean, I think I did. I got, you know, I was sizzling around, playing a bit of four, a bit of back. Mate, look, 
Look, I've got to, you know, and I've told the guys that, that this isn't a surprise to anyone. Look, I haven't been training on the side. Well, I know that because I saw you last week, pole axe on a Thursday. That's all right. That's all right. I'm allowed to drink. <laughs> I used to do that when I was playing AFL as well, Skeeter. So don't worry about that. Uh, but look, I've been running. Like, I can run. And I've, I've played footy for 20 years of my life. So I have some sort of muscle memory. I haven't been kicking the footy. I've been kicking the footy with Nash. Oh, oh like, that's, that's <laughs> going to stand you a good stand. Look, have, laugh what you like, Skeeter. But I, I think I've got something to offer. I admire it. I, I completely admire it. Um, I'm just going to run out wearing a, a back chat jumper with a shelter beanie. I mean, are you can actually <laughs> conform because you've sort of gone into your own little sphere, the Will's world now, haven't you? Well, it's, there, there, there is some interesting um, caveats around it because, um, of course, I'm now effectively within the waffle system. I had to sign a um, contract with um, the, the commission or whatever I sign. So I was signing, signing my contracts, um, which I'll tell you a story about that in a second. But uh, you're not allowed to bet when you're involved in that. So no betting. <laughs> No betting on waffle, you mean? Uh, AFL, no. Well, I'll never. I'm not going to play for. I'm going to play. I'm not going to join you next week. Then if I can't have a bet, in no, the AFL. that's fine. So I can't. No, no betting, which is fine. So I've deleted my betting apps off my phone. Um, Hang on, can I just go? So is this waffle players can't bet on the AFL? You know, I'm more concerned about. Is this in all seriousness? Is this a a one match help out or, or what's the, what's the agreement? I, I'm trying to get through a bit of a block for them. I, I won't sort of commit to exactly what it is, but I'm trying to play more than one game. Um, and, you know, on the serious side, like, and I know it's funny. Trust me, I know it's mm. funny. It's bloody hilarious. But on the serious side, like, I, you know, I've been always taught from a young age um, that when people or, you know, whether it be people or businesses, organisations or teams or whatever need help, then you just drop what you're doing and you help people. So I've I've done that in, in numerous circumstances. I used to do it as a player. And what I saw last week, and then I actually spent some times with a couple, couple of the guys that played in that game, and they were just... They were just ruined, mate. Like 170 point mm. loss, and that's kind of where the seed got planted for me. Um, that look, I know I'm not going. I'm not the saviour. We're not going to win. Well, sorry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the reason West Coast win a waffle game. But I can certainly help, and I, and I've got no doubt about you know what I can bring as a leader, physicality element, um, you know playing for your teammates, like all that stuff I used to do as a player. Like that's what I'll be trying to bring to a very young group. So I went down there for training and they're, they're so young, mate, and they have no AFL experience to help them out. So look, for me, it's like a bit of a no-brainer, really. Mm. And look, I may I may do both hamstrings in the first six minutes of this game. I may not. I may play well. I may play, play poorly. But for me, my, in my mind, it's about, you know, clearly they're, they're not, not in a good way. The waffle team, you know, virtue of the AFL team. So... It felt pretty natural for me to do. Um, how it's going to go, that's the funny side. Like, imagine imagine me running around the waffle skater. I mean, seriously. You've seen, you've, you've seen what well, I've I've seen you on a scooter down in Bustleton, <laughs> but that was at 11 o'clock at night. Which, um, can I, can, again, I'm going to explore this further. So, do you, yes. do you know what role you're playing on the weekend? I can, do. Can you sort of – I suspect – now, you, I'm just going to throw I can't t- – well, I'll tell you. Well, I can't tell you because well, I'm, I'm, I'm back in player mode now. I think you shut up. I am. I would have thought you'd be playing more forward, um, mm. but potentially uh, – and look, in all seriousness, I think the on-ground game day position of you being able to, to, to verbal you yep. know, instructions, etc., is that what I guess Rob Wiley and those at the club want? I mean, it's pretty clear. Like, you know, I'm a key position player, so I think I'll be able to you know offer services at either end of the ground, um, and it'll be a bit dictated by how the game goes. So, um, without taking the piss here, mm. I mean. If you're playing for West Coast in the forward line mm. um, in recent weeks, you're not getting near the footy. So not only, you prepare- last, only last week. The weeks before that, they were winning. Well, they haven't won. They've won one in the last twenty-four or five pre-season. They won all three of their pre-season matches. 
Yeah, well, they got beaten by forty plus by South. What I'm saying is you might be required in defence. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, and you know, that's that's fine. I try. I try and. I don't know how nervous. How nervous are you going to be Sunday morning? In all seriousness, I was nervous. Yes, I was nervous last night because because like commit to it, doing it, and then doing a soft tissue in a in a training session. But like I've, I trained fully last night, yep. and I feel oh, I feel it's a bit sore. I feel a bit like a bit sore. Like mm. did, like I haven't been in a contested marking situation in two and a half years, and I was in a few of those on the weekend. Took a couple of them. Marks, this is this is a great story, and all seriousness, this is a really good story. Apart from the fact you you help out your former club, which I know you 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 love the Eagles, and and you can see them going through some tough times. But it's a great footy story, and you know what? Um, just to clarify, you're the only uh, former player or of note that's come back to offer their services. Oh yeah, I think so. But I did say to one of the boys, it'd be pretty funny if we just gave Josh Kennedy a call, Chris Marston a call, Lewis Jenner, just, Mark Lacroix. Yeah, yeah. So look, no, nah, it, it is just me, and like it's opportunistic, mate. Because I, I've got my media commitments and work on weekends, and it just happened to be that in, in this block that I've Sunday game. To, it's a Sunday game, um, so there's no clash with with the Optus home games. There's actually a, a few sort of availabilities over the next few weeks, so. Um, I'll just I'll just do what I can, mate, and and yeah, like I don't expect to set the world on fire, but I do expect to contribute. Like I'm not going down there to just be a little vegetable, um, although I may look at it sometimes, like I did on the couch last weekend. <laughs> I'm not going down there to be, make up the numbers, and like, you're, mate, you're a competitive beast. Yeah, you well, hate that's, losing. That's the point. Yeah, so look, I've had I've had a word from my wife. She said, make sure you don't take it too seriously. I don't want you. What, getting... what was Alex's first reaction? Because mine was. Laughter, yeah, that too. <laughs> what was yours? Laughter. <laughs> I just thought it was the greatest. Oh, it was brilliant. And I'm sure Dan and Jade will, and we love it because it's it's oh, something because you know I'm not I'm not taking this too seriously. Like I like I want to compete, and that's the serious element of me. But I can also see the humorous side. Like I've been retired for two and a half years. You Mate, know, like, totally. It's like me saying I'm going off the drink for fifty days. You just about cried <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I'm starting to day twenty seven. Yeah. So look, um, yeah, Alex. Yeah, Alex said, don't get reported. Don't oh, get. Yeah. Yeah, don't get. <laughs> <laughs> That's what her thing was. Just, uh, making sure my temper's in my, in my. I don't think there's much risk of that, but you know. No, but you care, mate. You, are, oh, you clearly care, and it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be. I'm just trying to think of East Romano. They've got Hugh Dixon and you know, these big blokes. Is, they've got some. Some. They've got giants. some good players. Yeah. yeah, they've got some good players. You could have come up against Perth, my mob, and you would have had half a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to do a bit of prep on the side, make sure I know who I'm playing on. But um, yeah. Do you, it, you cop some sledging? Oh, from feel free, seriously. <laughs> not from, no, not just from us. No, I, I know you will. I mean, on players. I wish we, I wish Channel Seven was doing this game. Oh, oh, would have would have what? mic'd you up. Would have done everything. Has, have you got any West Coast games coming up? Uh, we, I think we've got East Perth at some stage. So just can you get, get us through to the, the whatever game? Well, we're East doing. Perth, West Coast is seven. Yeah, because Hamish Brayshaw is a big friend of the family here at Backchat. Yeah. So do you know when that is? I'll find, tell you what. I'm going to, I'm going to look at right now where we start look, now, the look, serious part. So of this. Alex's reaction with that Dan, business partner and, and panelist here at Backchat, um, in sometimes on the Shelter Footy Cast, he asked, "Is it possible for you to make a run towards the mid-season draft, kick, <laughs> kick some goals, do some stops defensively, get picked up in the mid-season draft?" I'll tell you right now, Skeeter. Absolutely no chance. Okay, now, if you can do me a favour, if you can yes. still be playing by Sunday, May 28, which is only a month away. West Coast v East Perth we'll see how we go. at Mineral Resources Park, mate. We'll we'll do a, the full blown production on on uh, see how we go. We'll get Backchat covering it this week, and then um, we'll see how we go. So stay tuned on Backchat because we're going to have some good insight uh, insight on all of that. Now let's get to the real yep. stuff, Skater, because seriously, this is an absolute joke. Uh, did you see Rory Lobb come off the aeroplane uh, for this this Rory Lobb Cup Western Bulldogs v Freo? Did you see bit of a bit of a bit of a door? 
I want to ask you about this is this is off off the top and and you've come at me for a bit so I'm going to talk about media. Yeah. What what do you is that fair game off off the off the airplane and having you know five cameras in your face and microphones walking you off all good? Yeah, I don't. I got no. I mean, put it this way, Shane Warne would used to come to yeah, Perth true. every time. Uh, I used to go as a journo. He'd say, "Boys, girls, uh, just give me five minutes," and we knew what's going to happen. He'd say, duck out the back, have his dart, <laughs> come back in and do the press conference. As simple as that. No, seriously. Um, and but he liked it. I mean, whether Rory did or not, I mean, I I, I, I just reckon it looks shit house with them on the move. I I would like to see players. I think this would help, right? Because I look at it and I just think this is just garbage. Like they're they it looks like they're accosting him, and I know they're not, and I know it's a part mm. of it. What would really help journo's and the media would be the player to go, guys, can you just let me get my bag? Stand over there. I'll give you three minutes. You can ask the questions you want. I'll give you answers and I'm leaving. 100%. This is where the club has to come in. And I know they've got, you know, everyone's got a media advisor. I'll be saying, Rory, you're going to be, you know, hit up when you get to Perth. Let's just say once I'll get to them first. Hey, guys, get a couple of shots. Then we'll go outside or go wherever. Because that's all the media wants, right? A couple of lines. They don't want want war and peace. They just want your old club. What what sort of reception are you expecting? Um, and he should expect those questions as well. Totally. And you know what? It's not. It, and it, it's done. It's only five minutes, as opposed to, you know, oh, I'll say, Rory, mate, just let's do it because it takes a lot of heat out of you. You get the shot, they get a grab, you walk off. It's actually easier because totally. if you do that, then they're not chasing you all week for an actual line. If you just. Everyone gets their piece. Everyone goes back to where they go and clip it up and put it on the news and everyone's happy. Yeah. Well, I asked Millsy on, and Carl on radio yesterday, I said, will they jeer or cheer Rory Lobb? And Millsy goes, they're going to boo him, of course. And he goes, what else would you think? They booed him when he was playing for the Dockers, let alone when he played against <laughs> well, them. And, I, and so I had this conversation with Paps about booing, right? So the Horn Francis stuff, I don't... Uh, I get it when when they play North Melbourne, he should be booed. I get it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think he should be. Like, fair enough. You're it's passionate about the club, yeah. But like, when other clubs are playing, I don't understand why he's getting booed. That makes no sense. So the ones where you don't know what's going on, like Andrew Gaff against Frio, you get fair it. Fair game, great, go for it. And if that goes on for his whole career, good on you. Like, if you want to do that, go for it. Roy Lobb, Bulldogs. I think it's a fair game. Booing. Totally. And it, you know, it's, people say I don't boo at the footy. It's theatre. Dermot Brewitt used to cop it. Wooshy used to cop it. Carl, yeah, oh, goes through the ages. I don't, you know, put it this way. If that's the worst we have from supporters at AFL matches as opposed to what we've seen Correct. around the world, no, it's, look, the Adam Goods one is getting into different territory, but of course it is, yeah. I think what we've got here is, um, I think it'll be great theatre tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hope he kicks a couple of goals, like he's able to give it back or, or, a little bit. Or, or misses. Yeah. From, from oh, 15 God. metres out oh, directly boy. in front. That, that will create a, a bit of noise as well. On the other side, West Coast, more injuries. Hearn, Long, Yo confirmed as a groin and a you know, long, you know, longer term than a one-weeker. It's a three, yep. four-week injury. Yeah, I've been I've been very positive about it and saying, look, you know, some of these have been collision injuries and blah, blah, blah. But it's starting to get to the point now where you have a player that is two years out of retirement playing in the waffle side. Yeah. That that's drastic. Yeah, that's, now, as as funny as we can make it, that's drastic. Can, can we, uh, as outsiders, lay any blame? It seems hard given the injuries we're looking at. Can there be any blame attributed to the strength and conditioning group? And that, this is more that you would know more about yep. the setup there. Yeah, I think you can, but that with injuries, there's always more than one reason. That it's never like we used to do it when when you know. I've had injuries my whole career. I've done hammies, done calves, done back, done shoulders, done knee. Like, I've been injured, right? And when you do it, you do like an injury sort of, uh, you know, check-off list. Did you, you know, were you moving house the week before? I did about three hammies when I'd been 
doing something extracurricular. And then about a week later, the load on the back would do the hammies and I'd do a hammy. So, you know, you'd look at that or you'd look, okay, what's the what's the loading phase we're in? And that's on the strength and conditioning guys because they have to monitor the group daily as to how the group's going. Um, you look at ground conditions. Did you play somewhere different? You look at boots. Are you wearing different boots? Are they new? Are they old? There, there would be a checklist of about 20 and quite often with an injury, you'd have about five or six of them checked. Yeah, I moved house. Yeah, I moved. I actually changed boots on Tuesday and then Thursday. Um, yeah, I did a couple of extra hundreds um, on our training and, and I had more kicks than I should have had. And then you say, you've got those four. And so there is, yes, there is. There is. Um, you've got to put some blame on the strength and conditioning. And I know a few of those guys personally and they, they've put full blame on themselves. Like that, that's their job, right? Yeah. And so when someone gets injured, they're like, don't care about anything else. It's our fault. But in reality, I don't think it is. I think it's. I. Th- I think it's a. You know, that some of the injuries would be, some of them wouldn't be, and you just have this. I don't know, cataclysmic event where you have all of them put together. Yeah, that's a fair call. Just, you know, we know that Swamp's one of our favourites uh, on Twitter. Mm. How about this? And I just still keep looking at this. The games experience named on this week's AFL website injury list: West Coast, thirteen hundred and eighty-four games. Wow. Next. On the line is Sydney with 1,153. Which is quite a lot. Which is a heap as well. Uh, Frio's mid-range about 640. What's the bottom of the list? I know the answer. Brisbane has one. Yeah. Adelaide, nothing. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> that, that is just an extraordinary uh, Can you give me like the bottom, the bottom six? Bottom six. Adelaide. Adelaide, zero. Brisbane, one. North, 188. Gold Coast, 206. Hawthorne, 344. Right. I th- I was th- I hadn't looked at it properly, but I was thinking maybe it was like St Kilda, Essendon, Adelaide. You know these sides that are jumping up, but it clearly shows the injuries are a part of it. And Adelaide's you know got all of their best players available. I think for West Coast to make a run at finals, like I was carrying on about in the preseason, they needed to be in that bottom six for for most of the year. Yeah, and they could have done it, but clearly that's not going to happen now. No, um, Will Schofield. Uh, the current Waffle Eagle. <laughs> the comeback kid. Current, current Waffle Eagle. Mark Reddings, Shoulder Footycast. <laughs> the comeback kid, you reckon? You yeah. like that? I put that on Twitter. Cause I, was, I was trying to, you know, don't use Twitter that much. Don't use social media much at all. But I thought, <laughs> I might put this out there because it just brings so much joy to my face. I've got a lot of people uh, retweeting or liking it. One of those ones. Oh, you go, have you gone viral? Well, not for viral. I think I made five people say, are you on drugs, Skeeter, or not? Anyway. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I did this for April Fool's last year. I remember? know. I do remember so that. I had a few people hitting me last night saying, I've heard this. Uh, is it another April Fool's? I'm a bit late, isn't it? It's the 20th of April. I legit did this as a joke last year. I know. I do remember it. Anyway, uh, West Coast and Freo. Let's get into this. Uh, Fremantle play Bulldogs Friday night, Optus Stadium. Uh, big game. Big game for both clubs. We spoke about this a little bit on um, on Monday's show. Rory Lobb up against his old side. I'm hearing, Skeet, I usually I'd go straight to you, but I'm hearing there's going to be some real physicality in this game. From whom? Uh, from which side of the equation do you think? I believe Fremantle uh, are going to take on the Western Bulldogs in a physical sense. Oh, and what, what do you think would be the uh, motivation behind that? Cannot reveal that, but I've just heard a few things. Is, that, it, is it related to Rory Lobb? Uh, no. Okay. No. I can stop. This isn't guess who, though, Skeeter. I'm not going to keep putting down. <laughs> well, let the, me, yeah, let me throw this here. Instead of going physical at them, how about the Dockers concentrate, as we spoke about before, getting out of bed before the other teams kicked four, three or four goals? I would love to see that. I think I think 
well, clearly I'd love to say that. I, I, I think they've got, it, it's become some of these things that happen in, in footy land, they're, they're, they're narratives that run by the media. They've seen the Jason Horn Francis stuff, but things that I can remember from my career, West Coast playing away from home and the home record. And so every time we travel, yep. the, the news articles would come out. And if you keep losing, it keeps building and it becomes real. It's not real at the start. So when you first start doing it, it's just events. But if you keep doing it enough and this grows enough momentum, it becomes a thing for the players. So they've got to have a circuit breaker where they do something different at the start of games because they're getting smashed. They're getting completely pulverized. We had that stat that they'd won three first quarters in the last 24 games or something. That's not good for a good side. You can't do that. You can't give games away in the first quarter, which is what they've been doing, right? Can I throw this stat at you? Yes. The Bulldogs, despite the recruiting, which has been – and their forward line, which is built on tall forwards, the, the new-look Bulldog side. Yes. They – have taken just 8.6 marks per game inside the 50, the fewest in the competition. Wow. That, that number surprised – well, we know that they've struggled in their forward line, but is it a case a bit like Fremantle where they had the, the three big tools early on that that, that doesn't quite work for t- these two sides anyway? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's probably going to make it a good game because, I mean, Fremantle haven't been able to do it either, right? No. So, look, I um, I do think that uh, this game in particular, there's going to be some very uh, curious eyes over here in the West. Aaron Norton, of course, a home body here. Got plenty of them. Got Aaron Norton, Tim English, yeah. Jason Johannesson. I think those first two that you mentioned, they're, they're serious, they're players. serious players mm-hmm. and I think they're serious contenders to, to be able to pull out of the Bulldogs. Like I, I, th- I really think Frio and West Coast be looking very carefully at this at this game with the Bulldogs in person. Sometimes, um, you know, co- opposition coaching staff don't go to games. I wouldn't be surprised if the West Coast Eagles coaching staff are at this game. And if you're thinking players, you're thinking, I'm just thinking with Nick Nat's future, Tim Ma- English. Imagine if you could package Norton and English, let's say West Coast, because I, I think Frio won't be chasing a Tim English. Given given no. their ruck stocks, yep. like it's almost guaranteed they're not getting Tim English, but West Coast need him, and West Coast need Norton. Yeah, imagine you get an English Norton to the West Coast Eagles. What would you give up for that? Well, you're giving up a the, you are giving up the farm for that, aren't would, you? Would you say that Western Bulldogs are closer to a premiership than West Coast right now? Oh, yes. So, could could you hypothesise that some sort of deal gets done where you, where you trade some players along with picks? Oh, I say this with all due respect. You you tell me. I mean, apart from the kids, mm. who who's tradable from the Eagles? At, I mean, Jay McGovern's been mentioned you know, for a team just trying to top up to win a flag. That's been sort of mooted whether it's... You'd, you'd certainly have to give up some quality to get those two players in. Who, who is the quality that's not, you know, just about done in terms of physically and over... Well, everyone's, everyone's injured right now. <laughs> that's so what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, even when they're fit, I mean, you know, Luke... Sh- I mean, there's, there's, there's not too many players I would have thought that, that at the Eagles that are, are really... Star material trade-wise. Yeah, that's probably a good point, Skater. I won't challenge you on that. Um, Fremantle, of course. Uh, Will Brody should come back into the starting 22. Like, like surely we're, we're done with this experiment of, of him not being in the side and being sub. Like, he comes on as sub, has almost 20 touches last week. Yeah, it's. I think it might have been just a wake-up call for, for Will if he wasn't doing what he's supposed to do in his role, yep. but I think, think that's put that to bed, get him in there. He needs to be playing for the rest of the season, barring injury or, or another huge... Laps in full. Bruce will be out for the Western Bulldogs. Maybe yeah. they get Alex Keith back, depending if they can cover with him. So there's a few changes. Who you got in this one, Skater? Uh, I can't believe that we watched the 
Dockers get what 42, 41 points down in the in the elimination final. They kicked eleven of the last thirteen goals, I think it was wow. in that match. Yeah, I think the dogs on the road, second game, heavy conditions, Adelaide Oval. Uh, just take that last half against the Gold Coast and, and think that might just be enough momentum for Frio to to win tomorrow night. I said I was done with the Dockers last week and they beat the Gold Coast and I'm back, baby. You're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. At home, I've, this physical stuff that I'm talking about, I think if they come with that mindset, that'll help them start well. And I think at home, with the momentum of a crowd, after starting well... Because that's what it does for you. The crowd gets up and about, and then you start having moments. I think Freo win. It's a special night as well. Uh, the 26th Len Hall game. They do the Anzac tribute. Uh, I was at rehearsals during the week. Graham Edwards is going to read the ode. It's a really special place. You've been out there as a player. I'm not so much. I'm not sure Anzac Day whether you've been involved in many matches, mm. but it, it, whether it's standing to attention for the national anthem or a final, etc., out in the middle of Optus yeah. and me just as a spectator or doing some MC work, it is a really special moment. Particularly the silence. Yeah. In a moment like Anzac Day, so and the, the Dockers do it superbly. Very good. Uh, great shout. Skeet up. Port Adelaide play West Coast uh, Saturday on Adelaide Oval, so they'll be playing the second time in a row at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. They flew back, which uh, some have questioned the wisdom of that. But what is it? They get back Saturday night or what it was. Yeah, I, I sort of get it. Four or five nights back in your, your own bed. Yeah, I spoke to a couple of the players and spoke to Adam Simpson about it. And both of them were pretty much in alignment. The players, the most important thing to them is the sleep factor. When they were there, um, so this is one in particular, Tommy. When they were there, they were sort of like, oh, we should, have, we should stay. Like, I can't be bothered going to the airport and doing that whole thing. But lying in bed that night. When you get back. And sleeping. They're like, thank God we yeah, came back. Would, and most people are like that. Um, uh, well, Port win this. So Port, Port, Port yep. win it, but I'm just trying to think, what, what can Adam Simpson do on a coaching front to try to – I mean, Jimby's going to play, but he's a bit sore. Um, have, oh, there, there's no moves um, for, pay, for, for, for players. No. They're, 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 they've got what they've got. Like, it's literally 24 players available, something like that. I don't know, 25 players available. So they'll get what they get with their players. In terms of coaching – you need to try and get the pressure factor that they've bought against Geelong for probably two quarters, yep. maybe a little bit more, and Melbourne for two quarters. You need to try and get that to three quarters. I don't think they have it in them to do it for four quarters right now, but if they can show that they bring that pressure factor for more than a half, I think that's a win for West Coast. Where that leaves the game, I don't know, but Port win this just just to sheer quality of, of their side, I think. Yeah, the Eagles have conceded 50 points per game from clearances. That's ranked last. Um, they've That's conceded... off the back a bit off centre clearance yeah, as well because they've got those young bodies in there. Yeah, and since round two, the Eagles have conceded 17.5 marks per game in their defensive 50. That's that's a bit of footy to, yeah. to be absorbed. So the, the numbers are all bad. The, the average winning margin for Port's been 58. I reckon if they can keep it to that same margin that... Geelong beat them. It's you know it sounds defeatist, but that's probably realistic. Yep, that sounds right. Trent McKenzie's 150th game. If Travis Boat kicks a couple of goals, he gets 200 career goals. I love those quirky ones, yeah. you, Charlie. Uh, yeah, so I don't think we need to spend any more time on this game. That no, we both port. Very good. Uh, Mark Reddings, Will Schofield, Shelter Footycast. GWS Brisbane Saturday Monica Oval. Um, what are they doing in Monica? Oh, that's GWS, isn't it? That's that's they're sort of home away yeah, from home. Yeah, Monica's Canberra. Right there, you go. yeah. Not not, not even <laughs> in Sydney. Yeah, so what are they? So I was right. What are they doing in Canberra? Well, they play some of their home games there. They're trying why? to. Exp- well, they, that's their way of expanding their their market. Canberra's not even a. I mean, there's just politicians. Canberra Raiders. Isn't it? That's about all. Who there. lives there? Just pollies. Pollies and you no, know, there's no beach. It's just in the middle of nowhere. It's cold as well yeah. in the winter. Putrid. Um, 
Brisbane coming off a couple of big wins. GWS uh, got that win against Hawthorne late uh, in the game. Um, Brisbane, um, Jack Gunston was out last week. He could come back into the side. A couple of others, maybe. Answorth, who's been an interesting one. And, and Robertson, he's a West Australian boy that hasn't been Devin, in the yep, side. Yep. Yep. I think the nephew of Darren Glass. Yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. So he hasn't been in the team, which is an interesting one. Yeah, I, I think just wonder whether he's a player that might be targeted down the track by a, a WA club. Um, GWS will be out without Tom Green after copying that one match ban. That's a big blow. Yeah, I mean, that, this stuff about the tackles is worth just a quick touch on. I, th- I still think there's there's Gray. Uh, it sounds like if their head hits the ground, that's when you're in trouble, which is just it's just up for chance when you're tackling someone, which is, I think, ridiculous. And and But but unfortunately, I don't have an answer. I don't have a solution I just to that. wonder how much litigation, and that which is sitting over the AFL at the moment, is governing... The rules or the the Pro- interpretation of rules, it, as we, yeah. but I mean, I, you know, again, I feel so sorry for players because the bump you know, effectively telling players, you know, give that away because of the the possibility of head contact. Yes, and the tackle. Um, so essentially, now you you are going to try and tackle a player, but not bring him to ground because if you take him to ground and it, you know, you trip or he falls before you. I think it's a really tough one for players. I actually feel very sorry for them. In a high-impact, high-contact game that you now are asked to to go through these steps before you execute something in a split second. I agree, mate. Who's winning this? Uh, Brisbane Lions will yes, win it. Brisbane um, win. But I still... i tell you what, that was a big win by the Giants last week. Harry Himmelberg's price uh, on the open market if he decides to go with the mark and the it, goal. and the, the, it, it was, but I mean, it was against Hawthorne. It, it wasn't against Melbourne. You know, sometimes you win matches, Scoey. That you know, for, for the Giants, they were they were just they were cooked during the, the third or fourth quarter. I thought, oh, they're gone here, but they they found a way. So they won two tight games. Big win for Adam Kingsley. He didn't look too happy about it, but uh, <laughs> he, looked, he looked like a bloke that just lost his uh, last dollar. He looks a bit serious, doesn't he? Uh, all right, very good. Uh, Geelong, Sydney, Saturday at a home for Geelong. Yeah. I, th- I think. Okay, I'll just I'll let you do your own, own call. But Geelong, defending premiers, we know what they've done. They started poorly. They're starting to get a little bit of form. Still only put it together against two poor sides in Hawthorne and West Coast. We expect them to beat those sides. This is a good team, Sydney, and they play them at home. Um, how do you think they go? Sydney last one in Geelong in 2018. Yeah, look, a bit like Brisbane at the Gabba. Geelong just play the ground so well. I, don't think I honestly don't think they're playing great footy at the moment, Geelong. Yep. I think they're doing it. Um, when it suits them a bit. Yep. I mean, after half time, they were 64 points off, up, they switched off, Eagles outscored them. So that's not a great sign, but they just have the quality. And of course, Sydney down on, on some you know defenders. We know that the McCartan story, um, which is still sort of in the background. Sydney, I think, will give some cheek, but down there, you just tip the cats without reservation, I don't think. Baltimore Ruffy of the week. Start your footy weekend at Baltimore. Go oh, this to shelters you. where Baltimore has you covered. I'm picking Sydney, Skeeter. I to think. beat Geelong in Geelong. Yeah, I've had a look at the fixture and I reckon I'm getting off the board nicely because I don't know where you're going to pick a Ruffy from later in the week. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. So there you go. That's my Ruffy of the week, Skeeter. I think, well, I think you can argue for it, right? I think Sydney, good side. Geelong, they're not in the best form. It's been a while since Sydney have won there, but if Sydney bring their best game, I think they can really challenge a Geelong cat side. Do I think they're definitely going to win? Maybe not. No. Who are you tipping? Well, do you have to tip if it's your Ruffy? Do you have to tip them? I don't know. I've got about seven different tipping comps, and I think I change every. Oh, <laughs> look time. at yours. You, yeah, yeah. You, you do change like the win. Okay. Well, Who have okay. you tipped? I've, well, I think Sydney. obliged Sydney because of bottom mark. Okay. okay. I'm tipping. So Geelong. if they win, I'll give it to you. But if they lose, I'll say, well, of course I picked Geelong. Geelong was going to win. No, well, I think that's something. 
yeah, you're right. You left me with donuts at the back end of the round, but that's okay. I'll go with Geelong, and then I'll find one at the back right. end. Hawthorne v Adelaide, Sunday at Utah Stadium, Tasmania. Adelaide have managed to find some incredible form of late skeeter. They've been absolutely sizzling and laid, and their leader, Dawson, which I think is just an incredible story, what he's been able to do. Um, Crows haven't beaten Hawks in Tasmania since 2005, Skeeter. Bingo! Wow. That might be my bottle mark. Bottle Mart Ruffy of the Week, you're going to pick Hawthorne. They haven't beaten them in 18 years. I don't know how many times they've played there. Oh, that's a good point. They might have played them twice. <laughs> <laughs> you're just lulling me to a false sense of security. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Adelaide, so in all seriousness, I, I think they win this game. Well, yeah. What is it about Launceston and well Tasmania particularly that Hawthorne play better? Why, why is it, do you think? Is it the ground? Is it the conditions? I always, I always used to think, like, under Alex de Clarkson, he probably got them up to play well there. Like, it was an away game for them, but it was a home game, if that makes sense. Like, mm. they had to travel and get together. I re- always felt like it was an Alex de Clarkson-driven thing. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, it's a really good question. It's 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 pretty brutal playing there, mate. Like, I, I played my 100th game, 100th game there. Um, it was it was pretty... Is it, is it ground? I mean, I've been there. I've commentated there. It doesn't seem... Too no, but it's, always wind, but it's always wind. windy, really yeah. windy. And it makes a difference the way you play that ground. So that's probably why. Um, Are you picking him? He Jordan Dawson, him. by yes. the way. It just he, If he's not in the top five in the Brownlow medal, he's certainly in the mix, isn't he? He's, he's, yeah. He's playing really good footy. Yeah, he is. And he's definitely in the All-Australian team at the moment. But, I mean, he's, he's doing that. He is playing a bit back. He's playing he's sort of – some games he plays off a back flank yep. and wing. And then some days he's inside. Like playing – like on like on like against um, – uh, Port, uh, Last weekend? Yeah, Carlton. Carlton he gets yeah. Carlton. He was head-to-head with Cripps the whole game. Uh, mate, and Cripps was nullified completely. Cripps was quiet and Dawson dominated. So Adelaide scored 65% done. when Jordan Dawson kicks the ball inside 50. Now, that, that's a, that's a, that's a wow. huge number, isn't it? That's a massive number. That's incredible. Yeah, so uh, champion data with these stats, by the way, not me. Thank you very I'm, much. But I'll take it. I'm going Adelaide because I actually, I like the way they're playing their footy and they've got a few weapons and, yeah, I like the Crows. Yes, very good. Okay, so it's not your rough either way. No, it's not. Carlton v... Uh, I pick um, Adelaide. Uh, Carlton v St Kilda. Toughest match of the round to pick this one. So is there a roughie in it, or is it about? Oh, even? The, the, it's not really a roughie. St Kilda's been backed into about a dollar eighty-two, just guessing, and then uh, Carlton's about dollar ninety-eight. You're going to have to, <laughs> mate. You're not going to get a roughie out of this. I will. Carlton v St Kilda, Marvel. Uh, both sides looking for redemption after a loss each last week. Both Collingwood and Carlton getting it done. Oh, uh, sorry, Adelaide getting it done over these two sides. Um, where does either get the advantage? Like, where do you see this one sitting? Like St Kilda. They're built off a defensive mindset, defensive pressure, hard running, high half forwards. They've got the fitness element going. They're trying to make it that rebounding game. Whereas Carlton, of course, have the you know two big fellas up front in Mackay and and Kerno, and, and are based off a really strong contested brand of footy inside. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, and Saints' defence has been just terrific. Uh, the yeah. best defence, really. I mean, think of it. Uh, considered just twenty-four points from clearances this season, um, and just thirty-three points from intercept possession. So, they have got their backs. And this is this is Ross Lyon. This is him, yes. the template of him. And and look, they were really brave against Collingwood. I thought they were, you know, they were gone four goals down, but they they kept coming. I, I think and Marvel Stadium they pretty well. The, you're right. The question is, can they can they restrict the two big boys who are yes. quite in essence, last week against Adelaide in, compared to what they did the previous week. I I think St Kilda's suffocating pressure might be enough against mm. Carlton. I, I'm going to... Can I use them as my roughie of the week? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. They're not really... They're sort of... They're not really roughies, but they're... So who'd you pick? 
St Kilda. Right, sorry, I wasn't listening. St Kilda <laughs> is your roughie of the week. Bottle Mart roughie of the week. Thanks to Skeeter. He's picked a dollar ninety equal. Well, you picked Adelaide last week as your roughie of the week. No, I picked like three of them. I, I picked one. One of them did Essendon. I picked Essendon to beat Melbourne, mate. It's a roughie. This isn't a roughie. I'm what? going. I'm going. I'm going for St okay, Kilda. Who are you go. tipping? I'm picking Carlton just to go opposite to you, and because I'll probably change it when I actually put my tips in. Gold Coast v Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne, <sighs> reverse blockbuster. What's Heritage Bank Stadium? Have I That's covered Metricon. this already? Right. Can we just call it Metricon? Why are we talking about Heritage it's Bank? A, it's a sponsorship deal that a bit like you with uh, us with Shelter and Backchat, we try and promote. Those I should wear. Us. I should find some sort of Shelter merch to wear in this waffle game I'm playing in. That'd be quite humorous. A bandana or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a headband Like Jaden Hunt Are you seriously Oh my god oh, mate. I'd look like Bruce Dool I'd genuinely be like A tall you just Skinny want Helen DeMarco Dool. To come out there Do you know who she is No She was the stripper oh, Not the stripper <laughs> The streaker She probably was a stripper But she came out In the grand final And you didn't see the yes, vision She hugged she, she had her scarf Yeah and he was trying To tell her to go away Blokes like you and I Be going yeah come here I'll have a chat dear sweetie <laughs> Helen DeMarco. Helen DeMarco. Okay. She's getting a bit old. That was about 40 years ago, so North. she's probably just she's a bit like us, just yep. not looking that great. Decrepit. Uh, Gold Coast, North Melbourne. Um, the North Melbourne have been better than I thought they'd be. Gold Coast have been worse than I yeah. thought they'd be. So it makes this a bit of a... Fizzer. A lottery. Um, 300 for Goldstein in this game. Game, he, game 300. He's yeah, done well he's been there. terrific. He could have left. I mean, he was sort of up and down with his career. Missed... missed uh, selection round one, which yep. seems really strange in hindsight. But uh, th- for me, the biggest issue at the moment now is Stuart Jew's coaching position at the Gold Coast. Yeah. If they don't play finals or at least knock on the door strongly at the back end of this season, I, I think he's. I don't think you can keep nah. him him going. He's had five years, or I think um, you, you've got to wonder someone like this was throwing this out there. Someone like Damien Hardwick, who's been at Jul- uh, Richmond for a long time, had success. Uh, does he? Push on. Does Ken Hinckley stay at Port? I mean, irrespective of how they finish. Or does Nathan Buckley, do they lure someone of that ilk? I just think he's under real pressure if they don't start to show us something. And they led by nearly four goals against the Dockers. They fell away. It just seems like the same movie with with the Gold Coast. Having said that, I'm tipping them to beat North. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pick... Oh, I was going to pick North in this. It's hard on the Gold Coast to tip, tip uh, team yeah. like North, isn't we'll it? We'll go Gold Coast. I don't want to preview much more of this game. I think it's going to be a stinker. Gold okay. Coast, I'll pick. Melbourne v Richmond, MCG. Big one at the G. Anzac Knight. Yes. Eve, yes. Say. And Eve. Yeah. That, look, you'd have to think with Richmond's injuries, a Melbourne, Monday Melbourne night, poor. Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. So it's okay. a beauty. Yeah, I, I like that fixture. Yeah, I, I love know. it. I mean, Can I just say off the bat... I think it's a massive mistake we haven't got Thursday night footy. I mean, it's it's for the first six rounds, it stops for seven, then comes back. Let's just do it like the NRL. Have Thursday night footy. Yeah, why don't we have it? Is it because we've got a Tuesday and a Monday? Maybe but that's part of the reason. And yeah, the six day break. I don't want to spread it too thin across Saturday. Possibly, but let's I mean there has to be ways of, of being able to orchestrate Thursday night footy. I think I think we accept this is the day outside yes. of our weekend that we really enjoy. That's great. Anyway, uh, this is a Monday night, public holiday next day. Uh, yeah, demons have been that. That was a I reckon off cue performance by them, and mm. yeah, I, I expect them to rectify. I, I, I think Richmond shot. I reckon they're done. They'll they'll have matches where they 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 produce some really good performances, but I, yeah, I think their injury tolls pretty high. And you know, unless Dan Curvis is, um, I don't think he's ready to come back. Ready to come um, back. Uh, short should come back into the side. He's a good player, but they don't yep. get many soldiers back. Lynch, of course, is out for a decent period of time after having some surgery. Look, I agree with you. I think. Richmond a shot. That's the only reason I'm not picking them. I'm not. I'm not impressed by Melbourne like some are. Um, I think 
I think Bess is still very good. Well, yeah, but you've got to be able to do that consistently. No, and I, I really think they're susceptible to pressure. What we saw against West Coast here, I, I just I just saw a side that, that, you know, yes, they're very good. And when they put the foot down, they just, you know, ran all over West Coast. But when the pressure was on, which is, you know, finals footy, that's what happens. I, you know, I wasn't very impressed with the way they handled it. So I'll pick Melbourne, but it's begrudgingly, Skeeter. Yeah, I mean, Clayton Oliver, he's still Gun. the guy that gets the, the track. Gun. Yeah. Um, Gorn's um, one week away, I think. They, 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 they trained this week. I don't think he's going to play, but he's very close. They, they should be beating Richmond. I, say, I, I've been off them for a bit, um, and I, I just they look a team that's that's just about the injury tolls take, starting to really affect how... how Damien Harwick can, can get them up. Now, I um, concocted this up a little bit. Hopefully, the Shelter boys are happy with this. I'm going to call this the Shelter Root Stout Game of the Round. Can right. you, what, what's, what does Root Stout mean? Yeah, great. So, that's what I thought he'd ask. So, um, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So, this is, I'm sure Skeet will have some fun with the name. So, it's a Root Scout. What do you think it is, a Root Stout? Uh, I'm guessing it's a beer. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, Skeeter, well done. It's well, the Shelter Root Stout. Root Stout. Um, it sort of sounds oh, like Skeeter, Ameri- get, your, get your brain out of the gutter for two seconds. No, no, no it sounds like an American, you know, they have root beer in America. Is it? Is it to dry, drinkable stout, not too heavy, not too light. It's named for the 50 kilos of roasted beetroot that got added to the brew, which bring a hint of sweetness and delightful velvety texture, Skeeter. A dry root stout. Okay. <laughs> We're all familiar with that. <laughs> so it's the Root Stout Game of the Weekend, Collingwood vs. and then Anzac Day. Brilliant. Love it. Uh, I've been to one Anzac Day game over there, and it was just – and I'm talking about the, the pre-match formalities – was just terrific. And, you know, um, you know we, we see it with the, the, the servicemen and women, and no one likes war. No one wants to glorify war, but we just need to honour people that have been there and, and fought for our country. And I think it was, it's, it's one of the great days on the, the AFL calendar – Kevin Sheedy still deserves and those involved in getting this match off the ground. Yeah. Enormous kudos. And I think it'll be a cracking game. I honestly do. I think the absence of um, of the skipper of Essendon, uh, Merritt, Zach Merritt with suspension, again, really hurts Essendon. But, uh, and I didn't see much of the game against Melbourne. I was commentating uh, Waffle they were last good, week. Mate. But they, were, they must have been really good. Collingwood... Uh, are good. Are good. So, no, I think it's got all the ingredients. Um, in terms of changes personnel-wise... Um, Jordan Degoe, you'd expect would, would be right to come back into the team. Yep. So they're expe- uh, so um, he just missed with sickness. Dan stays out for ten weeks. That's huge. Finger tendon injury. So look, he was touted as that sort of replacement for being able to you know crash packs and that sort of stuff. So he's going to miss ten weeks. He can't handle a footy for six weeks. So that's a big big injury. Yeah. That they're the ones you got to you got to wear wires in your hands and stuff. So that- and you know how's out. Just quickly, um, yep. Jeremy Howe. I heard an interview after his compound fracture of the arm. He's had I think. Four or five surgeries. Is that infection? Or? Yeah, I think infection. That oh. was the main concern. So, you know, he, he's gone for a while, but that, that sounded like a really nasty um, post-surgery you know, complication for him. That's a bit. Uh, uh, that's about it for injuries. First time um, uh, for nearly 20 years, both sides have been in the top four for this game. So it makes it for an absolute blockbuster. It will be a sellout. Collingwood-Essendon, there's probably... You know, in terms of fan bases and huge, like this is massive. And Essendon, the the Essendon fan base, who have been, you know, latent of of finals and finals victories. Like they haven't won a final over six thousand days. 
they're up and about. Yeah, and, they think this is the year. And their defensive, like one thing we've noticed for so long, their defensive, they, they've looked like they have a plan. Even the players, yes. dare I say it, in post-match interviews last weekend were saying, we feel like we know what we're doing now. Yes. As in, we have a clear direction now. Whether that was a slide on Ben Rutten or not, I'm not sure. But yes. either way, they're, they're playing good footy. I think the competition is so much better when Essendon's up and about. I know there'll be some Hawthorne fans and Collingwood supporters, etc. But um, bottom line is, the history of these matches recently is pretty good. Six of the last eight matches have been decided by less than 20 points. The Magpies have won five of those. Wow. So, you know, by and large, we see cl- close matches between these clubs. I can't wait for Tuesday. I've got the day off after doing some brekkie radio. I'll be, you know, you'll be probably... Iced up. Iced up still from Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I might be iced up just having a... Um, no, that's 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 my Tuesday done and dusted. Really great day. I'm going for Collingwood because I'm really... Really boiling on them. I'm picking Collingwood too. That's our tips. That's the week. Shelter Footycast, Mark Reddings, Will Schofield. Now, Skeeter, just got an email to get through, mate. So if you do want to send us an email, please get in touch with us. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. We've had one come in from Katie. G'day, Katie. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys, would like to know your thoughts on this. Blake Akers, as well as Griffin Logue to North Melbourne, supposedly moved to Carlton for money reasons and Frio weren't offering him enough. My question is, how were Carlton able to afford him and offer more money with the likes of Cripps, Kerno, Mackay, Chera, Walsh, etc. on their list? I can't think of too many Frio players besides probably a couple who would be on money like these Carlton players. How were Freo able, uh, not able to pay what Carlton could? I do think we are missing Acres in particular this year. Thanks heaps, guys. Katie. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of thoughts. but Yeah, yeah. Look, essentially, look, Colin Young was his manager, but he's his manager, so he would have done uh, a deal on that front. Now, whether they're saying Fremantle didn't have the money, that, yes. that's the question that you, you have to really ask, and how valuable was he considered? Look, I, he was... He was very valuable to them last year. So, Absolutely. So I don't think there's any issue with his, his playing ability. Whether they didn't see um, growth on that front, I'm not sure. I, I don't think last year Fremantle had a, had a huge salary cap issue except for the fact that Luke Jackson was coming in yeah. and whether that had to be... Um, You'd have to think that Darcy, Brayshaw, Sarong, these sorts of guys... I don't think he paid more and more. Yes. Right, so... Um, I do sort of take the point, though. Like, Carlton do have a lot of top-end guys, but they don't probably have a lot through in the middle. You know, they're mm. probably top and bottom type list. Stars, and then there's a bit of a golf. Yeah, so so maybe he slotted in there. I mean, we don't know what the actual figure was, but Carlton may not have offered a stupid amount of money. It may have been Frio's stubbornness to not pay over, hey, we're not paying you over 200, is this called 200 yeah. grand? Yeah. And, and Carlton said, we pay you 400, and, we're, and Frio Done. said, we're not going near it, yeah. rather than a really huge offer by Carlton. And you know, just you know, just underneath from Freo, so it's just like any any you know business transaction. Really, is going in whether it's keeping employees as to who who you value, what you you have to yes, you manage your your staffing list. That, that's exactly like Footy Club. Do you want to just hit that? Button yeah, over tra- there, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Know your role is <laughs> you shut know? your mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me about the business transaction, uh, mate. This is from a bloke that's never run a business. <laughs> <laughs> that was talking shite. Okay, I'll shut up. Oh, I'm still laughing about you playing for the Correct, mate. We are done and dusted. Uh, make sure that root stout's going to the dry roots. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I might even have one if you if, put it this way. If you can kick two. On the break the duck. You're, no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to stick to we'll, that. We'll put the dry root stout in the fridge and you can have one I'll of those sc- with me. I'll skull one with you uh, off the back of uh, you kicking two. And also, 
you, you have to wear something. You have to like wear boots that are a bit. Do something to make it because you're gonna have some cameras on you. Do something. How about I act like a 34 year old retired <laughs> AFL player <laughs> and sit in the grandstand? <laughs> Correct, mate. Uh, that's done and dusted. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Thanks to Bottlemart Ruffy of the week. Skeeter's made one up. It's not really real. Southern River Band boys to lead you out. Was, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know on Monday how I go, ladies and gentlemen. It could be a rough one. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.